Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Um, Dave. Dave, yeah. Dave, I'm so glad uh, we're doing another show. So it's going to be a really good time. Why don't you tell people out there where they can find us? If anyone's looking for us, we're right over here at unseemlyquestions.org and why, why do you do that knowing you know it's dot com okay and so you know there's people out there who would type dot org why do you do not going to do it they know it's dot com and also we're at six unseemly at all social medias <laughs> thanks great let's get this show started Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Varnado. This is oh, yeah. my sidekick, Dave Rosinski. We have a great contestant on the show today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Paul Barman. Yeah. Come on up, Paul. Oh. Hi, Victor. Hey, Paul. Hi. It's nice, so nice to see you again. Hey, it's Paul. Nice welcome back. It's nice to see back. you too, Paul. I miss you. How to are you, Dave? Show. Good. I'm, I'm uh, top of the line right now. <laughs> Dave's top of the line. We're um, live, right? Good enough. Yeah, he's he's doing it. I mean, it's it's happening and living the dream. Alive. So I guess I guess that's good enough. Uh, we have great uh, studio audience today. Uh, please put your hands together for our studio audience, Nancy Quito and Marina Franklin. Welcome, hey. welcome audience. back, welcome back. You're all wonderful. Uh, so Paul, I'm going to tell you how the show works, and then after I tell you how the show works, we're going to get started. I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. At the end of each question, I'll ring a bell if I like your answer, like this. However, if I do not like your answer, I will not ring the bell, and I'll tell you why. Regardless of how many <laughs> bells that you get, at the end of the show, I will give you $5 if I uh, decide that your appearance on the show is worth giving you $5. Yeah, yeah. Can I ring a bell if I like the question or not? Absolutely. Do you have a bell? <laughs> I'm not even allowed to have do, a bell on the do show. Do you have a bell, Paul? <laughs> yes. Really? Let's hear it. What does it sound like? Ding! Okay. All right. I spell it like ding dong. My wife is home. Okay, Paul. If we're going to be doing that, the whole, I don't know how the show's going to go. To make this equitable. We'll see. We'll see what happens, Paul. Uh, okay. We're right. going to start off with your first question, if you're ready. I'm ready. Okay. Your first question. Uh, will you make up a rhyme about how cool I am? Definitely. Don't do it, bro. Why not? <laughs> because it's not true, but... Yo, Victor Vernado is better than a liquor tornado. Oh, all totally right. Totally makes sense. You know, I don't usually feel like I have to give people the bell, uh, but I feel like I have to, even though I got to be honest, I was not fond of that rhyme, but I will give you a bell. What were you, what were you hoping for? Um, I, was, I was like hoping for like, Victor Vernado, he's super cool. Anybody who thinks he's not has broken the rule. <laughs> My rhyme is like a trillion times no one, better than that. One. By the way, no one whoa, would ever say that. Whoa, whoa. Just because Victor you rhyme Fernando. multiple syllables, you think that just makes you rhyme king? That in conjunction with the message 
Also, so you could on both levels. And okay, also, you, know you could you could pronounce his name Victor Vernado. He's like a tornado. I wish I had not given you the bell with this argument that happened after it, but I did, so I'm gonna let it stand. Right? <laughs> I'm defending you can't myself take that bell back, Brad. All the contestants who pretended they were here weeks ago. <laughs> Victor Vernado is never cool, and if you think he is, you a fool. Oh, I like Marina's rhyme that's better. Pretty, that's great, Marina. Only because wow. it's accurate, it's very true. And, and you should have been that great, that cool on your episode. That would have been amazing. Well, you didn't ask her that question. I didn't. That is true. It's probably my fault. All right. So before we go on to question number two, ball, Paul, I called you ball. Yeah, ball. ball. Hey, ball, you ready for question two? Ball. Ball is life. Uh, before we go on to question number two, can you tell people out there what you do? Hi, oh, you've drawn a picture. I'm handing over the most aggressive trophy. Oh, my <laughs> who's getting that? Uh, that's actually, uh, if you're listening to Paul's episode uh, before you've heard Mar- Marie, uh, be- actually before you've heard Nancy's episode, then you won't know what that is referring to. But if you want to know all the canon, you got to go back and listen to Nancy's episode. If, uh, you want to know what that was about. Okay, Paul, uh, please uh, tell people out there what you do. I am a writer and uh, I'm a copywriter to make a living and I'm a lyricist uh, down to the marrow. Down to the marrow. That's pretty deep. Breaking bones with the stones. What? What are you? Nothing. Bone marrow Marrow. is a reference. Oh, bone marrow breaking bones with the stones. Got it. All right. That could also mean you're like playing dice with the Rolling Stones, I guess, too, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah. That, Everyone plays dice with the Rolling Stones. That's totally what it means. All right. So in the bones, escape. he's trying to add some vernacular. Yeah, yeah. Me, to what me, he said. I play dominoes with Mick Jagger. <laughs> dominoes. I, with, I I think it's important for us to move on uh, to the show because <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, I don't want to ruin anybody's day, but we are doing a game show. Too late. Right. Uh, time for question number two, Paul. Question number two: What lesson have you learned from being a dad? What single lesson? Uh, I guess you can interpret the question any way you want to. Most important <laughs> or single? What What have you learned? Uh, what lesson have you learned from being a dad? Well, Ooh. let's see. Um, you know, my gut response, which I don't know if it qualifies as a lesson, is like, you are occupied. It's pre-dad life. I mean, there's always ups and downs and I suppose stagnation, which is probably the worst state you can be in is still possible as a dad, but like you are compelled to push forward no matter what. So if you had any self-destructive tendencies, they are now mass destruction. And I don't know if a lesson qualifies as a change, but that's where my mind went when you asked me. Nice. I, All right. You know, you know what I thought? Occupy Pole Street. <laughs> Are you just so, thinking so, of puns? Is that what you're doing? That's what I do on this show. That's what I do. So I had a question because I've just met Paul for the first time. So you're a dad. How, how I many have two. How old? 15 and 12 boys. Oh my God. Teenagers. Wow. wow. 
Lord, thanks. it's rough wow. for them. I mean, yeah. you know, I was excited to be yeah. invited to this because this is like major socializing by quarantine standards. But the truth is, <laughs> I, I, I spent yeah. my childhood and well, whatever, I, I got used to occupying myself and going whole hog into studying the arts that I wanted to emulate or whatever. The way that these guys are being denied face-to-face -face socializing is something that is going to have it put it this way we don't know the long-term effects of covid on our lungs we don't know the long-term effects of covid on the erasement of a generation of elders and we do also don't know the long-term effect of covid on the development of of these kids and i think i'm lucky right. that i can't be totally Iso, iso, isolated, lone, own only, in because I have my family around, and I think it would probably be like pretty distraught if I was just some guy in an apartment. But on the other hand, it's right. it's brutal. But I I know you don't like doses of reality, so, and I'm so glad we're here. No, nice actually, you guys, an organ is one of my favorite uh, instruments. No, actually, <laughs> I I I did say. I, I didn't say I don't like doses of reality. What I said was I'm not ringing the bell because of the dose of reality, but now I'm ringing a bell because of the dose of reality. All right. Yo, so ISO, ISO, isolated should be a song for sure. Definitely. And well, it's was... difficult when you, your kids are isolated with you because like, you know, I know growing up, so like 30 years on, my, I said to my brother, oh, you remember the time we did this? My mom's like, you did what? So, you know, kids need a chance to be away from absolutely. the parents so that three years later you can say, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do TT Thursdays with my nieces who are teenagers. Every Thursday we do FaceTime. TT? So, yeah, that's Spanish for aunt. Not T. Oh. Not Titty. I didn't think it was Titty. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I think you would have said that if it was that. Victor so was I like, did you say PP? I did not know what This is a family oriented note. No, TT Thursdays, just because I got nervous about exactly what Paul was talking about, the socialization. So yeah. I want to make sure they're okay, that they have something other than just their teachers and their parents and their friends, but something like an adult. Yeah. And I'm finding out, you know what? They're very upset with the older generation for letting them down. That's yeah. what I, yeah. You can talk, Victor. You so really give me a bell. Do I get a bell? Uh, no, you don't. I'll give you a bell. You're, not, I was you're no longer a contestant. I'm sorry. You don't get a bell. Give me a goddamn. Uh, <laughs> this is time for question number three. Time for question number three, Paul. Are you more whimsical or magical? Good question, wizard. You know what? I appreciate being able to define myself. <laughs> yeah, you are. You, you, so you're, you can totally define yourself. I would go for magical, but I have plenty of love for whimsy. Uh, but you would go for magical. You mean that's what you want people to see? Or that's what you what how you envision yourself. Both. Wasn't Both. Whimsy George Jefferson's wife? <laughs> no, that was that, that would be Wheezy. Weezy. That's I Wheezy. Know. I know. I know. I know I'm you know kidding. that, Dave. I know. I know. It's uh, being a sidekick, Dave. It's that, rough. It's actually. Rough I think. Show. I think that that uh, that uh, answer, or at least that question, uh, it actually relates to our previous question where we're, where you started, or your previous answer where you're talking about your kids. Because I always think about like my friends who are uh, like imaginative, artistic and charismatic dads, like those, you know, like comedians and comedy writers and just like other people I have, uh, friends who I have who 
would be like if you have to be stuck with your dad at least they're a fun imaginative dad like yourself is what i'm saying like you're you're definitely like a person whose like whole heart is in art and so that's kind of cool Thank kids you. don't get that though normally right they will always find a way to resent their parents for something right or of you course know, i'm glad you brought this up because it relates to what marina said and i've been trying to put this in a rhyme as concisely as possible the notion of teen angst is kids can sense that the older generation screwed the pooch because they're inside a system that's not functioning and they're being put on a track to nowhere and they know it's all bull and they don't feel like competing for nothing so this whole idea that like teenagers are rebellious because hormones is really got to be left in the 19th century mm -hmm. Parents just don't understand, man. But weren't teenagers rebellious, like at every, st like at, at every stage of history? Everybody should be rebellious in every stage of history. Listen, you're just like you're just like putting a stamp on rebellion. Always, you're just like rebel all the time. So when yep. you say when you say the teenagers aren't rebellious, but you're like everyone should rebel. They're more woke. I'm saying that the separation and individuation process of maturation is natural but just labeling them as rebellious from the pov of someone who's accepted everything because their expectations have plummeted is not valid i agree i agree with i would agree with that i don't agree with your vocabulary just fuck uh, he should put that it, verse on wax keep right coming there. out like that I, i'm not <laughs> trying to do it wax? i don't know i'm just you got no, me riled up I, I'm just kidding. I, of course, I like your vocabulary. That's part of what you do. You work, you work, and with words all the time, and you're always like turning them over and seeing how you can put them together. Why wouldn't you speak like that? I was just kidding. I like your vocabulary. Yeah, he was. Just oh, thanks, kidding. Vic. I mean, it's better than Her? mine, but it's fine. <laughs> I I love it. I just wish someone could explain my hormonal hot flashes for me. Definitely not Victor. I can't. I can't <laughs> He's explain definitely them. Not the person. I can't explain them. I mean, I can I take mean, I can take wild stereotypical guesses if you'd like. Yeah, don't ask. <laughs> but I, but I do explain. I do get a bit more like angry when I don't have my tea. Huh? Yeah, Maybe you you're making you'll make a great black uh, middle aunt. age one day. <laughs> Wait, huh? I'm, I'm sorry. What did you say, Paul? I said maybe Big Mouth can cover middle age one day. Oh yeah. Maybe Big Mouth. Oh, Big Mouth the TV show. Yeah. Yeah, they should. Maybe they will. You know, who knows, everybody? Who knows? All right. Season so uh, let's say, you know what? I'm going to say Nobel on that question. What? Uh, uh, what I said was I was going to say Nobel on that question. Bells mean nothing to me. Bells mean nothing <laughs> to him anyway. So you shouldn't be upset, Marina. Oh, dear. All right. It is time <laughs> for... Angel doesn't get her wings. It is time for question number four. Uh, question number four. Work. Is there a movie you think everyone should see? Several. But is one, there... one that I, one recent one that I told everyone to see was Hypernormalization. Oh, why? What's so What's so good about that movie? Because maybe I'll see it. Well, it just seems to explain the era that is hopefully winding down a tiny bit, but not really that we got ourselves into. It came out like 2016-ish and there was just basically the nature of disinformation was not so closely inspected yet. And that one was kind of like telling people, 
it's hard for me to summarize and I haven't seen it in a while, but the, the, the idea that like algorithms are feeding off of bad feelings mm -hmm. and like, if we're going to let ourselves go to that, it's going to be bad was not really in the mainstream conversation when the movie came out. And it's just very, very interesting. And, um, but there's so many great movies that everyone should see. I mean, the other one that I would instantly respond is Verhoeven was quite prophetic in many of his films. And I remember when one of my friends was like, Starship Troopers is just about like big gross bugs. It's trash. It's a B movie. When it came out, I was like, I, I couldn't, I could not believe how advanced it was. I'm going to give you a bell because Starship Troopers is one of my all-time favorite movies. And I love Paul Verhoeven. Love him. So love much. him. Yes. Like, he's, all of his stuff is great. I even love Showgirls. Oh, me too. Oh. I love Showgirls. It's so crazy. You look saved <laughs> by the bell also, clearly. Clearly. What, what are you even talking about, about, Dave? Oh, Saved oh. by the Bell, the person who was in Showgirls. That's what I'm talking about. You and your yes, bell. She was in Showgirls. Marina thought it was uh, a whole different thing. She was I did. Stuff. I thought it was a dig, and I was like, yeah. But you didn't <laughs> but it doesn't even make any sense. It didn't. And you were just going you were just going. I was for just it, like, though. yeah, get upset about it. <laughs> yeah, get mad, bro. <laughs> yeah, saved by the bell. Uh. All I kept thinking about was monoliths popping up everywhere in Space Odyssey 2000. Yeah, the aliens are coming, man. This is it. Oh, yeah. All right. It is time for question number five. All right. Question number five. When was the last time you had to forgive someone? Woo! Good <laughs> question. How come so I don't get hard. questions like this? You had, so hard. you had great questions. I mean, <laughs> myself. All the time. Oh yeah. Um. Do you say sorry like a Canadian to yourself? I will now. Who's sorry Canadian? About that. So yourself all the I time. I accept my apology. Why? Do, why do you? Why do you say that it's yourself? I really hate Thanksgiving, and I can't intellectualize myself out of it, and I just white knuckle through it in a very foul mood and right now i know i do it every year and i know i'm going to do it i'm going to try to be different next year somehow which requires me to forgive myself for always doing it okay i feel like i I feel like if I were going to answer that question, I would also say the same thing that it's like myself who I have to forgive the most often because I'm always doing things and then and then immediately being like, why are you doing that? And then have to be like, okay, okay, pull it together. It's all right. All right. Move on. Don't do that again. <laughs> this is how I talk to myself. That's 2020. Every, all of us have done that. That's exactly. like perfect for 2020. I, I forgave myself a thousand times the other day for looking at my ex on TikTok. He's, so, he's not 12 by the way he's not he's of age he's age appropriate but i had to go on there and look at him because he, he used to be a model um but yeah anyway that's so funny because i equivalent uh sorry i didn't mean to speak over you that's okay go ahead um i think of Fortnite and tiktok as kind of of the same age group <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're really doing it marina yeah, I do TikTok and Fortnite. Yes, I do. Whatever I, it takes. But I apologize to myself for all of it. 
I think it's that, 2020. I think you don't that have because, to say sorry. Because you said that, it may, may be interesting because uh, for, for me, because you said that, it, it lets me know that maybe you don't know as much about Fortnite as you think you know, because it's bigger than most people think. It is like Fortnite is like a social media destination. It's not oh, really? just a game. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, let's go like, hang out in Fortnite. Like yeah, it's a it's out. a social it's a social destination. Do people hook up on there? Sometimes <laughs> you can. I mean, that's the now problem. Now you're interested, Dave. You can. I mean, there. I might have to download an account. <laughs> Every now and then, you'll have a a kid that comes on when you're playing squads, and you'll hear like the mom in the background going, "What I tell you about getting on? Get off that damn thing!" So you know. Oh. <laughs> uh, great information, Marina. Thank you. You are very welcome. Thank you, Maria. Victor, get off that damn thing, Victor. I thought that was an interesting conversation, so you get a bell on the question. All right. Uh, It is time for... It still means nothing to me. Okay, great. You know, great attitude. All right, it is time for uh, question number six. Question number six, finish this lyric. Do the right thing, not talking about a black and white thing. I'm talking about a right and wrong thing. I am so sorry. No, that was Redhead Kingpin. Uh, do the right thing. Not talking about a black and white thing because that would cause conflict and make this illegit. I am so sorry. Uh, no Me bell. Too. I guess I got to look up that song. <laughs> it, it's one of my favorite songs from my youth. The chances of you knowing it was, was very slim, <laughs> but I just thought I'd throw it out there. Cause, you I know, did maybe my best. I've never heard it. I have heard uh, his name referenced in a Doom song, though. Yeah, Redhead Kingpin. He was he he was great. He was a good he was a good rapper. A, Paul should get a bell for just entertaining that awful question. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Somebody. Oh, there's a lot worse questions than that. Marina. Now, I think that I think awful. that you that was aggressive. That was obviously that was working through aggressive. a lot of anger. <laughs> I think I think Marina's just saying what everybody's <laughs> thinking. So I don't think it's she's so, be it's just unfair. No, but it was it was unfair. It was, handled it. it was unfair. It's done, though. It's over <laughs> now. We, so. This ain't six unfair questions. <laughs> it is uh, six unseemly questions. Is, so. Actually, I really got off light. I, I'm very grateful that we could have a real conversation. It wasn't I agree. It could have been much worse. Uh, but now that, you've, <laughs> uh, now that you've answered all six of your questions, it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. But before we do that, can you tell people out there where they can find you? Well, right now, the main destination is mcpb.bandcamp.com. There are, several, there are other places that I'm occasionally interacting with, but if we're going to just choose one, that would probably be it. That's great. I mean, your music is fantastic. Uh, it's so much Thank fun, you. always. So, Thank you, Victor. Yeah, so uh, please, if you're out there, check it out. I, I think you won't be disappointed unless uh, you are. All right, so... Uh, great uh, question answering. So now it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. Uh, we will canvas the room. Let's start with Dave. What do you think? Should Paul get $5? I think you left that Bluetooth keyboard right behind you to like impress us all like you're showing off. You think? Okay. We all see but, that keyboard. Yeah, it is. It is a Bluetooth keyboard. I do yeah, use I know. it for my laptop, which is on the desk back there. So okay. it does happen. I use it. Compress. Cool. Are you impressed? You didn't even oh, answer the question. That. All right, uh, Nancy, what do you think? Should Paul get five dollars? <laughs> I think yes. Yes. Oh, you think yes? No reason, yes. just just yes. No, no. It was interesting. I don't have kids, so like the whole the the question where we're talking about you know children and and 
dad's and whimsical. And it, it was interesting to me. Yeah, and obviously it's something you feel strongly about. So yes. All right. Okay. She's nice fully behind that keto. $5 for Paul. Uh, Marina, what do you think? Should Paul get no, $5? No, no, yes, of course he should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get, go, don't get, don't get that. No, I'm joking. That's it. You can't no. change your answer. You can't change your answer I'm now. I'm changing my answer. Of course he should. And right. I think he should also replace, he should be on like Joe Biden's counts, like for education or Betsy DeVos. Like just because that, that whole idea needs to be really talked about as we talk about vaccines we need to talk about what state our children are going to be in two years from today because i am nervous because my nieces said they hate us so yeah i'm worried because i'm going to be old soon and i need someone to take care of me and if they're feeling that kind of way i'm in trouble so mm. do you yeah. think they're going to like cryo freeze all of us <laughs> yeah it's possible what are you going to be 30. yeah <laughs> all right uh so uh let's ask rachel rachel what do you think uh should paul get five dollars um i like how paul barman pb stands for peanut butter and that to me is worth five dollars do you have a strawberry in your head yeah okay what? it's not real looks delicious though <laughs> it does right yeah all right yeah. rachel thank you you were almost helpful this time uh, Almost later. doesn't count. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she throws up the peace sign before she disappears. That's how she does it, everybody. Yeah, and then she goes and eats her plastic strawberry. All right, so right. Uh, the only person left to ask about it is you. Uh, Paul, what do you think? Should you get $5 for appearing on Six Unseemly Questions? Why not? Yeah, why not? Well, I mean, you were yelling uh, five. Uh, you're yelling, the bells mean nothing to you. You're yelling that the whole show. It's which true. is i would say an unreasonable way to be on a show where you are a guest i, I was doing was my best yelling yeah i wasn't yeah. I, I feel like what, Kim, oh, wow. now you're both no. trying to gaslight me no i feel oh. like i feel like paul oh, i was yelling <laughs> i feel like paul trying to understand you know the rules you know, is... decision has been made no five dollars how dare you gaslight me on my own show yeah how dare you i think he was just there. passionate there's a difference between passion and yelling. Uh, Trying thank to raise you, my Marina. position comes at a cost. Uh, I will say this though: I was it was great having you on the show, and I thank really you, appreciate Victor. you being here. My pleasure. I, I, I didn't get that. Uh, I, you got something like you that. Not exactly that, Marina. We got something like Marina. That. We said he said something nice, right? Or no? Yes, I definitely did. I I say something nice about <laughs> we'll everybody, no matter tape. no ma even if they're like you, Marina. I say something nice about everybody. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! It's part of the rules. <laughs> say something nice. Yes, no, that's it is. definitely it not is part, part of the rules, rules on this show. Uh, so, uh, Dave, uh, yeah, what Dave. did you learn from this week's show? I learned that you called Paul Ball once. Um, <laughs> I learned that um, you didn't like Paul's rap about you, which I, th I thought it was pretty good. Ah, uh, okay. I, I liked Hi. how uh, you you were on the internet. It's almost over. It is Should almost I come, over. Come Ball. meet the people. Paul, bring him on. Paul, bring him on. All yes, right. Guest uh, starring. Well, then, everybody, I should tell you that you can find us at unseemlyquestions.com and Six Unseemly on all social media. Thanks, everybody. Great Yay. show. 
Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.